I hear it all the time. So many entrepreneurs struggle to market their goods and services, fearing they'll come across as pushy, salesy, or slimy. But the truth is, you likely got into this line of work because you have a deeper impact you're looking to make in the world. And you can't do that if no one knows you exist. In this episode, we chat about how not all marketing strategies are perfect for you, and how to find the one that will boost your business the most based on your personality type. Together, we shift your mindset around how it feels to get visible and market your business in a feel-good way. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Brett Colo, the creator of the Marketing Personality Type Framework at marketingpersonalities.com. Through her framework, it's designed to match you with your best marketing strategy based on your Myers-Briggs personality type. She's here to shake up your approach to marketing and inspire you to grow your business in a feel-good way. Meet Brit and get ready to go deep, find your true self, and grow that business of yours without feeling fake and salesy. Britt, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me, Amanda. I'm so excited. So before we dive in, I'd love for my listeners to get to know you a little bit better. I know as entrepreneurs, many of us have a deeper reason and impact we're looking to create in the world. Um, Would you mind sharing with us why you do the work that you do? Absolutely. Okay. So I, as you probably have noticed, marketing is my jam. I do marketing. I talk about marketing all day long, but it goes a lot deeper than that. And I do this, I do marketing and I own my own business, first of all, because I never wanted a career that I felt stuck to and tied to. And that really goes back. We're going to, we're going to really go back now. (laughs) Um, That really goes back to all of the adults in my life when I was a kid, either went to a job that they just really didn't care about. It was just, they went there for 40 hours a week and then they got to live their life other than those 40 hours a week or they straight up hated their job. I had, I never had an adult influence in my life that I can remember in childhood that the person actually enjoyed their work. It was the, it was like mm. life happened everywhere except those 40 hours a week. And I'm too vibrant for that. And honestly, the the adults that I was influenced by when I was a kid, they're too vibrant for that too. It's just something that they accepted. And I was really never willing to accept that. So I definitely latched on to, you know, in high school, finding my passion because of course, you know, that's what you're told. I don't know why, but that's what you're told to do. And then yeah, but no one tells you it's going to take you in your entire life to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and and also sometimes your passion is totally worthless. <laughs> um, it's it's really it's really funny what I what I've found is that your struggle 
tends to be really where your your biggest impact lies, which can be scary. But if you can identify where you've struggled before and where you have overcome a struggle, that's typically where you're going to make the most impact in the world because you've been through it and now you can help other people through it. And so passion, whatever. I mean, in high school, that's what we're told. So, okay, I went with that. And, uh, you know, I was really (laughs) determined to go to college and get a degree in something that I really cared about. Okay, so I went and got a degree in kinesiology. What? (laughs) Uh, That's basically like fitness studies, uh, fitness and wellness and health. And so, yeah, I was into that for a few years, like when I was in college. And then I went to go do that for my career and I hated it. And so that got me, yeah, that got me on the path of, of just kind of experimenting within the career that I was in to find the right role for me. And I ended up in a marketing department. I really loved it and I was really great at it. And so that's what eventually, I mean, I'm making a very long story, very short, but eventually (laughs) out of that marketing department, I did such a good job and I felt so good in that role that I decided being the rebel slash independent female that I have always been, I decided, you know what, if I can do this for this one company, I can probably go out and do this for a lot of other companies. So I'm going to start a marketing agency. And that's what I did. And I was good at it, but I didn't like it. I did not like having, I went from having one company as a boss and, you know, one boss to having several basically. Mm -hmm. And, uh, not my thing, not my thing at all. And so then eventually this was, this is about six months into my business. I had the opportunity to coach someone. She was a life and relationship coach and she approached me and she said, Hey, I don't think I need you to do my marketing for me, but could you coach me and show me what to do next? And I thought, yeah, I mean, sure. Coaching has kind of always been in my blood. I was a personal trainer, personal coach, you know, professionally. And so coaching has just been there for a while. And so we tried it out and I loved it. I fell in love with it It, to the point where within just a couple of weeks, I was like, okay, yes, I was made to do this. This is what I want to do. And so I started not taking on new agency clients and trying to build up my coaching practice, which I did for about a year and a half. And then where we're at right now is that as I've been coaching more and more clients, getting to know these people, I started to notice that these women, they're building these incredible businesses that they feel so inspired by. And they're really following the calling on their life to be able to build these businesses. I mean, I'm working with life coaches and uh, really, really savvy copywriters and wedding planners. And these, these women who have so much drive and they're so savvy at what they do. And yet I realized, you know, marketing can be a touchy subject for them. It can end up feeling like a total energy drain. And if you remember back, I, (laughs) my whole goal was a, to never be in a situation where my, my energy was being drained at work. Right. And then I see that sometimes the marketing that I'm having these clients do, it's draining their energy. And I knew as I, as I started recognizing that, I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, the, nope, this is not, this is not cool. This is not what I signed up for. 
And, and I don't want to be doing this to people. And so I really started a journey of, try, you know, trying to figure out what's the problem here? What, what is creating this issue? Because some people love the topic of marketing, but most people don't like it. And I started connecting the dots between what felt fake and salesy and drained people's energy based on their personality type. And that's where we're at right now in in my business. I match someone's personality type to their best marketing strategy in an effort to make sure that their marketing strategy feels really good to them and doesn't end up making them feel fake and salesy, right? That's, I, I am not in the business of just slapping on a strategy because it worked for me or it worked for someone else that I heard about that has a similar business and just expecting it to work for you. And definitely, I'm not slapping on a strategy and expecting it to feel good for you. I, really, I, I want to become more insightful here. And I think that I've done that with marketing personalities. So that's the kind of the full circle evolution of all of this. And that's what I do now. I want to make sure that as I'm speaking about marketing and really business growth overall, I want to guide people, my clients, my customers, anyone that comes into my sphere of influence to market their business, grow their business in a way that feels good to them and not in a way that feels fake and salesy because it's not worth it. I mean, we none of us quit our jobs and started these businesses to feel crappy about it or to have our energy continue to be drained. Like that, we didn't we didn't do it for that, right? And so, I believe that we can do this in a feel good way, and I want to facilitate that. I love that so much. I love that you point out that marketing doesn't have to feel like fake and salesy, and I think that's like the number one objection I hear when it comes to marketing, and then when it comes to like really putting yourself out there. Other creative entrepreneurs often say, well, I don't want to feel salesy or I don't want to feel like I'm like pushing this on them or I don't want people to get sick of hearing the same messaging. And I think when you really get to the root of that and you think of it as, as, you know, you're putting this work out into the world because you ultimately want to have an impact. You want to make a difference. You know, you want to share your message because you honestly believe it's going to change someone's life. And you can't do that if people don't know that you exist. <laughs> so I think when you really get get down to why it is that we market our businesses and find a way that it feels good and it feels right to us, when those are in, al- in alignment, it's a lot easier for other people to find us, you know? Yes. Yeah, that, that really gets to the heart of it. It's if, if you can show up in a way that feels good for you, the right people will be attracted to that. Not everyone will be, and we don't, we don't need everyone to be attracted to what you put out there. But if you show up in a way that feels natural and feels good to you, you will, I believe, and I watch it happen every day, you will attract the right people to your business. And I mean, that's what we're doing this for, right? We want to serve. We want to serve the people we're meant to serve. And so therefore, we have to show up in the ways we're meant to show up in order to attract the right people. Right. So if we can tap into the types of marketing that feel good to us and and this is the part that a lot of people struggle with. I I also watch this happen all the time and let go of the marketing tactics and strategies that aren't meant for us. Mm-hmm. Uh 
then we can really grow these businesses in a way that doesn't end up feeling crappy. Right. I love that. It's it's really fun. It's funny to watch. You know, we always want we all we all want to feel better about what we're doing. I mean, I don't think anyone goes out there to feel crappy and fake and salesy. Nobody does that, right? <laughs> Everybody wants to feel better about all of this. Uh, and yet when sometimes when I present this information to people, their marketing personality type, a lot of times it almost feels too simple to people because it feels so natural. It's like I mean, that could be actually really easy. And then our minds, because we've been taught and conditioned to think that, you know, if it's hard, then it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And if you're working hard, then you've earned it, that sort of thing. This happens more often than not when I present a strategy that, hmm, like, yeah, that would kind of be easy for me to do. Could it really be that simple? And then our spidey senses kind of go up and are like, wait, it has to be more complicated that, than that. Like that's simple. That That's not going to work. And that really holds us back. If we approach it that way, it really can be that simple and it can feel good. And, uh, and not only believing that, but also letting go of the other things that we weren't meant to do. We were never really designed to do, you know, let, you know, let that go and let it be easy. That's, that's what I encourage people to do. Oh, so good. So if someone is looking to align their marketing strategy with something that really feels good to them, what's the one mindset shift that they can implement to get headed in the right direction? The one shift is to begin showing up as your true self. And that gets back to what I was just saying, really realizing how you were meant to show up in the world and owning that, really owning your true self, showing up as her and letting go of the things that don't come natural to you because they were never meant for you in the first place. Let's find what feels good to your true self. Allow yourself to show up in a natural, feel-good way and truly watch your business completely transform. I watch it happen every day. And the emails that I receive from people who have been essentially been handed this permission slip to simply just, hey, show up in the way that you were made to show up in. The emails that I receive from these people are incredible. It's it's so validating. It's so permission filled. And it feels so good when you can just lean into that, show up as your true self and let the business growth follow. Oh, so good. Building a business can feel like one giant experiment. And a lot of times that leaves you feeling scattered, like you're constantly throwing spaghetti at the wall, unsure of what to focus on to start making more impact and bring in more income. Shifting your mindset around what it means to market your business and get more visible is only one of many simple mindset shifts you can make to see absolutely incredible results in life and business. If you're looking for that one simple shift that's specific to you and your business so you can cultivate a success mindset and start thriving, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free simplifying success coaching call. I only offer three calls per week to my listeners, so hurry over and book yours before they fill up. So I know some people are probably listening and they're like, okay, hold on, let's back up. What is a personality type? Mm -hmm. So can you just give us, for someone who might be like completely unfamiliar with personalities, types, or Myers-Briggs, can you just give us a little bit of an overview? Yes, and I'm so glad you're giving me the space to kind of back up and go there because I think personality types and personality typing is a little nuanced and 
everyone has their own experience and sometimes it's not always great. So I am a self-proclaimed personality type junkie. Like this has just been super interesting to me ever since I was probably 13, 14 years old and I was encouraged to take a personality type assessment at school. It just, I remember the very first time I took one, it just seemed like the assessment hit the nail on the head for me. It's like, how do you know this about me? This is so (laughs) awesome. This is so cool. And ever since then, I've just been super fascinated. So a personality type assessment will, well, a good one. There are many out there. I mean, if you want to go find out what your Disney princess type is, you can certainly (laughs) go find a quiz that'll help help you do that. That's not what I'm talking about here, though. (laughs) A personality type assessment will take a look at key factors of how you naturally show up in life and then kind of reflect back to you what that may mean and how you might act and react and respond to the world around you. And then also some personality type assessments will also show you how other people receive you in life. And these assessments and the results that they bring can give you just a heightened sense of self-awareness that I think is so key for personal development. And especially when we're talking about business growth, it's key for for that business development as well. And the personality type assessment that I base my marketing personality type framework off of is the gold standard of personality type assessments, the Myers-Briggs type framework. And uh, this this framework, I mean, I don't need to get into all the history or anything, but it's <laughs> backed. It's Again, it's the gold standard. Uh, and it takes into consideration four key factors of how you interact with the world, basically. And based on those four factors, it really gives you a holistic view of you and can implicate some really interesting things to the point where it implicates things that you do, but it's so natural to you, you don't even realize you do them. Right. And so when then it's reflected back to you, you're like, oh, wow. How do you know that? And then <laughs> and then you realize, oh, the signs were all there. This assessment just pulled it all together and allowed me to see me in a clearer, more true light. And I think why I think I've always loved these things is that when when you sit down and you take a personality type assessment and you get your results, you have a shot at being more self-aware. And that self-awareness, once you have that kind of framing around you and who you really are, you have clearer choices set before you. You can choose to continue reacting and responding to the world around you like you have been, or you can change. You can choose to continue to develop yourself and and know more about yourself, or you can choose not to. It's this heightened self-awareness thing is all about when you're that much more self-aware, you have that many more choices open to yourself, many more options. And with more options, you also kind of have a clear compass too. So you you can see the different directions you can turn. And because you're more self-aware of what makes you tick just naturally, you can make, I think, decisions a little bit easier, a little bit more directed without all the wondering of like, wait, what do I want to do? Right? You can kind of lean on your own self-awareness and your own self-understanding. 
when you're faced with those choices. So that's the nitty gritty of those personality type assessments. And there are so many others. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Enneagram, if you, you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Sally Hogshead's Fascinate Quiz. There, there's a bunch of them out there, but uh, Myers-Briggs is my number one. What I love about these personality assessments in general is that they just give us more information. And they sort of shine a light on things that we would have dismissed otherwise. And I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier about how when we lean into the marketing strategies that, you know, come more easily to us or really feel in alignment with the way we like to show up in the world, that we almost dismiss them. And we're like, no, that's way too easy. That couldn't possibly be it. But when you really stop long enough and you think about it and you're like, okay, that does feel more in alignment to me. So you mean I don't have to be posting 40 times a day on Instagram? I can do something else instead? I think that's that's kind of the magic of it is it, it shines a light on things that for whatever reason we might have ignored otherwise. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Let me extrapolate on that because – that just brought something else up in my mind. I think another experience people can have with personality type assessments and getting your personality results is sometimes they can it can feel like a personality type boxes you in and and gives you labels that you didn't necessarily want to have. And I am definitely not in the business of boxing anyone in. My the way I see personality typing is that it gives you permission to step outside any box that you feel like you're in right now and show up as your true self. So it's it's a it's a funny little line and I understand it gets a little muddy in that subtle shift. Mm-hmm. But I think knowing more about yourself through personality type uh, assessments or any other type of self-awareness, self-development medium, the more you know about yourself, the less you have to the less you have to be put in a box in the first place. And the more choices you have to to show up as your true self and as the person you were meant to be. Uh, you can strip off those labels that other people have put on you or maybe even you've put on you and show up as as simply you. So yeah, I mean, that's just, I, I hear that sometimes. It's like, oh, I don't like the labels that are involved in personality types. And, and I totally get that because I, I, I don't like labels either. Um, and I, but I just see it differently. I think it's a huge permission giver rather than something that boxes you in. I love that. And I have to say, I have taken the person, the Myers-Briggs personality assessment on 16 personalities and then gone to marketingpersonalities.com. And it has just been like so eye-opening for me. So I am an ESTJ, which apparently is an executive. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> and I actually, the yeah. first time I took it, I didn't believe it. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe. And so I took it again this morning before we hopped on this. I was like, let me just see. It's been like a few weeks. Let me see if I get the same result I did. So, yeah. <laughs> so spot on. Um, but then when I went to marketingpersonalities.com, it was super interesting because, well, I don't want to ruin anything. Is it okay if I give like some spoilers or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your ESPJ okay. result because I'm, I'm all about that. We can. 
Oh, you and I can talk about that forever. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So I was super interested because it was when I went to marketing personalities, it was saying that my best marketing strategy is actually one in which I involve other people and that we're all working towards the same mission and the same goals. And it was super interesting to me because that was part of the reason why I started this podcast In the beginning, I actually Mm -hmm. thought that I was going to do this as a solo cast, um, and I was just going to get on each week and talk about mindset shifts and, you know, tell my own personal stories. And the more I got thinking about it, the more I realized that I would actually have more opportunity for reach and more opportunity for impact if I invited other people on the show and they were able to share with a wider audience. And it was one of those moments where like the stars kind of aligned for me. (laughs) And I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know I was doing this, but here it is. And that, that makes so much sense now, you know? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I like that as an example. And this is, this is just specific to you. And so this is, as you're listening to this, if you haven't gone to marketingpersonalities.com yet, Hopefully you will, but if you haven't yet, you you might think, oh, you know that sounds exciting. That that's that may be something that I could do in my marketing strategy. Well, you know, hold up. This is we're just talking about Amanda right now because she is an ESTJ. If you're a different personality type, you might have a way better marketing strategy specifically for you that doesn't include getting other people kind of on the same boat like Amanda is really great at. Uh, I, I know as an ESTJ, one of the best things that you could possibly do uh, is work in some sort of affiliate or ambassador program into your brand. And I love this example, Amanda, of show, showcasing, okay, we, we kind of know what affiliate programs and ambassador programs kind of are, but what you're doing with the podcast is very, very similar. You're bringing mm-hmm. on other voices and then they're being able to go out and spread the good news about this, about your podcast, right? Yes. It's essentially like an ambassador program. It's just kind of, we wouldn't call it that, right? right. But it's essentially that same superpower of yours bringing people together from different walks and giving them the tools and resources they need to market for you. And that's exactly what I'm going to do once this episode goes live. I'm going to go market for you, which is exactly <laughs> what an executive does. So that's that's so great. <laughs> Amazing. So Britt, I'd love to hear what is your personality type? I am an ENFJ. It's also okay. known as the protagonist. Yeah. Ooh. So what yeah. uh, what does that mean about how you market? So I'm so glad that you asked because I always get to talk about everyone else's personality type and not so much about my own. So <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Let's hear uh, it. So as a, yeah, as an ENFJ, I am best when I am showing up as the guide and I'm speaking with my audience. So it's a little different from speaking to an audience. Uh, and so here's an interesting little thing. I'll get into the weeds just for a second here. I'm an ENFJ, which is close to being an ENTJ, but very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sisters who are ENTJ people, they are really great at speaking to an audience and uh, really giving you the how-tos. And 
we're both showing up as experts and guides. We just do it in a slightly different way. ENTJs are so naturally the how-to people, the true experts. They're thought of as experts. They don't shy away from being called an expert in their industry. And they can get on a podcast or a stage or a video and show you exactly how to do step-by-step what you're trying to do. And then as an ENFJ, I am, I can do that, but it doesn't always get received as I intend to. Sometimes if I get on something and I'm showing you how to do something step by step, it comes off as a little bossy because it's (laughs) not completely, it's not completely aligned with who I truly am. So it's a subtle shift, but ENFJs like me, we are best still being the expert, still being the guide in the situation, but taking more of a side-by-side approach and speaking with an audience, kind of bringing them into the process with us rather than dictating the next step. I've done, obviously, I really kind of have to, but I truly believe in showing up as an ENFJ and, and owning my true self. So I show up on my podcast doing that. I, I do some solo casts, but they're never about how to's. It's always like, Hey, here's what's going on in my world. I just want to, I just want to pull you in. It's almost like I just want to, you know, take my, my arm around your shoulders and kind of bring you in close like a friend. We're just going to walk together here, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what my podcast is about. And as I, market marketingpersonalities.com more. I'm doing trainings and rather than be a straight up training how to and then you go do it on your own, we're kind of we're getting on the these training webinars and calls and we're literally doing it together. Like I'm giving you a minute or two during the training to do the thing that I'm asking you to figure out. Right. So mm-hmm. so it really feels more like coaching rather than here's what you're going to do then I'm going to stop the training and then you're going to do go do it on your own. We're, we're doing it side by side. So that kind of gives you a peek into an ENFJ. I love it. Oh, that's so great. So just to sum up all that we've talked about today, one, knowing your personality type heightens your self-awareness. Two, heightened self-awareness mm-hmm. gives you more choices about how you'd like to show up in the world. And three, showing up as your true self helps you to grow, expand, and impact the world much more than when you show up as you think you quote unquote should. So Britt, I can't mm-hmm. thank you enough for joining me today. If our listeners love what they heard, where can they find you? Yeah, come over and find out what your marketing personality type is. Let's do that. That's like, that's definitely number one. So you're (laughs) going to go do that at marketingpersonalities.com. Go find that out. And then I would love for you, once you find out what your marketing personality type is, come over and hang out with me on Instagram at GM Marketing Group and just hop in and either DM me or throw into a comment what you found out about your marketing personality type, what it is. And I, I would just love to know what you found out. And and actually, it'd be super fun to see, Amanda, what your listeners are, what types they are. Just yes, so I would love that. I know I've pulled my podcast audience and it was really eye-opening to me to see, wow, you guys, a lot of you guys are the same type and, and just <laughs> understanding that. So that would be su- super cool to you know come over on Instagram and, and tell us both, what did you find out? Yes, for sure. Tag us both and let us know what you are. More information is always an amazing thing. So thank you so much, Britt. Thanks for having me, Amanda. 
Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunnelycom slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving, successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call, where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Hold on. (laughs) My dog just farted the worst fart. I like, I'm like, no, I can't keep going. No. Oh my gosh, Samson. <laughs>